Jimmy and Speed have started their flying for the movies. Major Ballou, who warned Jimmy and Speed not to take the job with Mammoth Pictures, has changed his tune. Harry Phelps, one of the pilots flying for Speed and Jimmy, is in mortal fear of Ballou. Speed attempts to find out the reason for this fear, but fails. In the meantime, Ballou has secured a job in charge of flying for another moving picture company, the Pacific Studios, who are also making a war air picture. Ballou has secured an arrangement with Mr. Milliken, president of Mammoth Pictures, to use the same field at Tokay, thus cutting down the expense for both companies. Jimmy has been checking out Harry Phelps and his son Roy, who is also to fly in the picture. Harry Phelps, who had seen Ballou approach with Mr. Milliken, hurried off to find speed. Jimmy and Roy Phelps are sitting in the cockpit just after they had landed. How'd I do, Mr. Allen? Fairly well. You were a little ragged in spots, but I think a little more time will put you all right. But uh, let's forget this Mr. Allen stuff. I'll call you Roy, and you can call me Jimmy. Okay, Jimmy, and thanks a lot. But tell me, what'll I have to watch the most? Well, not any one thing in particular. You have a tendency to over-control a little bit, but I think that's probably because you're a little nervous. This P-38 doesn't handle as easily as some of the ships I've been flying lately. No, I noticed the same thing. That ship seems to be a lot more sensitive on the controls than many planes. By the way, Roy, how much time have you had? Well, Jim, to tell you the truth, I've only had about 400 hours. I think I'll be all right, though. I got in a little time during the war on a P-38. I wasn't so good, but, well, at least it's not too much of a stranger to me. Well, that's good. But you've got to remember that some fellows learn a lot quicker than others. Of course, that doesn't mean the fellows that are a little bit slower don't make just as good pilots. Speed Robertson says that many times they do. Where did you learn your flying, in the Army? Well, yes, and before that at a flying school in Los Angeles, out at the municipal airport. There's a fellow out there that runs a flying school who's a friend of Dad's. Let's see, your father flew during both wars, didn't he? Yes, he did. He was a wonderful pilot, too. He didn't get a lot of enemy planes in this last one like Speed Robertson did, but then he wasn't in combat flying very long. Speed told me he met your father overseas. I sure hope I'll be able to fly as well as Dad someday. Well, now, don't you worry. Just keep on trying and you'll be all right. After all, 400 hours isn't too much flying time. There's going to be some pretty hot flying scenes in this picture, and it'll take a cool head and plenty of nerve to make the grade. Well, what do you say we turn the switches off and climb out of this buggy? Hey, uh, by the way, Roy, your father doesn't seem to like Nails Baloo very much. What goes between them? I don't know, Jimmy. But I do know that he hates Baloo like poison. Uh, there we are. Hey, um, how long have they known each other anyway? You know, ever since the war. I know that they were in the same squadron for a while. And I think something must have happened at that time to cause this feeling between them. Have they seen each other often since the war? No, only two or three times. And on every occasion and for months afterwards, Father was terribly upset. Well, if it's just a matter of some quarrel or misunderstanding between them, why don't they scrap it out and have it over with? They'll probably both feel better afterwards. No, it isn't that, Jim. It's something... Well, I can't explain to you, but... Well, anyway, Father isn't much bigger than I am. And Baloo must weigh 200 pounds. If they ever had a fight, Father'd be killed. I'm telling you this, that that Baloo isn't human. Dad says at one time he saw Baloo knock out five men, one right after the other. And they were all as big as he was. Well, there's such a thing as getting protection from the law. Well, I've suggested that to Dad, but he won't do anything. I just don't understand it. There's something mysterious, something terrible about the whole business. I'm sure glad that you and Mr. Robertson got this job, because I know that Dad wouldn't have worked here with Baloo. 
I was never so sure of anything in my life as I am that they must be kept separated. If they're not, I know something terrible is going to happen. Well, don't worry, Roy. Baloo isn't going to do anything to your father as long as Speed and I are around. Oh, look, here comes Speed now. Hi, Speed. Hello, Jim. Hello there, Phelps. Well, how'd you get along? Well, fairly well, sir. Oh, say, have you seen Dad? He was looking for you a little while ago. Yes, he's over at the pilot's quarters now. Well, I believe I'll go over there. But that is, unless there's something else for me to do here. Well, that's up to Jimmy. What about it, Jim? No, that's all for the time being, Roy. I want you to go up again, though, this afternoon. Okay. See you all later. Okay. See you after lunch. Well, Jim, how about it? Can a kid fly? Well, he's not hot speed, but after all, I'm not sure whether I'm a good judge or not. I've never checked anyone else's flying before. I've heard you say that all pilots fly a little bit differently. And I don't think I should say he's not a good pilot because he doesn't fly just as I do. Yeah, that's quite often true. I tell you what I do think, though, Speed. I believe it would be a good plan if you checked him yourself. Yeah, that's an excellent idea, Jim. I was just thinking on the way over here that you and I had better check all these pilots separately then get together afterwards and compare notes. That way we'll get a better idea of each man. How did Harry Phelps get along? Fairly well. He was a little bit ragged at first. But after he'd been in the air a little while, he was much better. It seemed to me that he hadn't been doing any flying for a while and was a little bit stale. But you see what you think after you check him. Okay. Now, here's another thing, and I'm not very well pleased about it. Mm -hmm. What's that? Nails Ballou is going to be with us here on the field. Ballou here on the field? Why, why, what do you mean? He's lined up a job with some other moving picture outfit, Pacific Studios. They're going to do a war air picture, and he's going to be in charge of all the flying. They made a dicker with Mammoth Pictures to bring the ships here and use this field. There'll be some shots in which both our ships and theirs will participate. Now, from that point of view, it's a good idea. We'll have enough German and American planes in the air at one time to make the scenes really realistic. The main purpose of the thing is to cut down expenses for both companies. I know somebody that isn't going to like that very well. Yeah, I know who you mean, Harry Phelps. I'd give a lot to get down to the bottom of the trouble between them. I had a long talk with Harry and tried to find out what was the matter, but I couldn't find out a thing. Well, I was just talking with Roy Phelps about Baloo. Roy doesn't know what's the matter either. He says there's been bad feeling between the two ever since the war. It seems they were in the same squadron together for a while. Roy's idea is that the whole thing started back in those days. Oh, that's quite possible. Well, lots of strange things that took place during the war. Regardless of all that, I don't like this business a bit. We're starting to do a lot of ticklish, dangerous flying, and there's no place for any personal animosities. If it wasn't for the fact that Milliken wants Phelps to work and that the poor devil probably needs some money badly, I'd get somebody else. Well, in a way, Speed, I'm rather glad Baloo lined up this job with the other company. You know, he was pretty sore losing out on this picture the mammoth people are doing. But now that he's got another job, he won't have any reason to feel angry at us. Yeah, I thought of that too, Jim, and I quite agree with you. I'll tell you this. I don't like Baloo. I don't trust him. There's something sneaky and underhanded about him, and I'd much rather not have him on the field. What did Harry Phelps say when he found out about this new arrangement? I thought he was going to faint right on the spot. He was all for packing up at once and clearing out, taking Roy with him. I told him that if he wanted to stay and go on with the job, subject, of course, to his passing a satisfactory flying test, he could do so and that I'd see to it that Baloo left him alone. Finally, he consented. Well, my sympathies are all with the Phelpses. I think the father is a kind of a weak sister, but, well, I like Roy very much. The only thing I've got against him is that, well, he sort of lacks confidence in himself. You know, Speed, I think I could do something for him. I think the main cause of his being the way he is is on account of his father. I think I could help him snap out of it. It's a sense that he's got to if he's going to make a success of flying. Ah, that's a proper spirit, Jim, and I'm all for the idea. If there's anything we can do for either of them, I'm for it. But just the same, I have the most serious misgivings regarding the whole situation. Oh, well, let's not worry too much about it. 
Maybe everything will come all right, Speed. Well, I certainly hope so, Jim. I don't think I'd feel this way if everything was out in the open. I can't get away from the feeling that there's some strange force working behind our backs. Well, at least we've learned something of how to be on our guard. What's next on the program? Oh, we can't do anything more right now. Mr. Stewart, who's going to direct the pictures, is due on the field any minute. He'll give us our preliminary instructions. Oh, by the way, what about the rest of the pilots that are going to do the flying? Well, that English ace, Reginald Ramsey, with whom you'll have to do a lot of combating, will arrive this morning. If we have time before lunch, I'll give him a checkout. I think I'd better give him the first one, Jim. He might resent being checked by a young pilot like you. Oh, I can easily understand that. Maybe I'd better not check him at all. Oh, I don't think he'll mind. From what Milligan says, he's a darn good egg. I'm glad he's coming over to fly in this picture. You know, during the war, he was on the same front that I was. We probably flew escort together a few times. We'll have a lot of fun talking things over. What other pilots will be with him? Well, let's see. In the bunch that live here at the field will be you, myself, the Phelpses, father and son, Ramsey, and two other pilots, Frank Miles and Cliff Banks. I know them both, and they're okay. And we'll need a few other pilots for some of the big fight scenes, but they'll come up from L.A. when we need them. What about the Lou? Well, they'll have a bunch of pilots here, too, I suppose. I don't know how many, nor do I care. They'll be quartered in a separate shack anyway. Yeah. Hey, here comes a car in from the road. Looks like it's coming over to us. Yeah, there are two men in the back seat. One of them's Nails Baloo. Hey, I can recognize him from here. Huh. I wonder what he's got on his mind now. And the other man looks like the director, Mr. Stewart. Yeah, you're right, it is. Good morning, Mr. Robertson. Hello there, Alan. How do you do, Mr. Stewart? Glad to see you, Mr. Stewart. I wanted to talk over some of the air action that will take place in the picture. Inasmuch as Mr. Ballou and his pilots working for Pacific Studios will cooperate with us in some of these scenes, I brought him along. That's fine. How are you, Ballou? Good day, Mr. Ballou. Glad to see you. I didn't get much of a chance to talk to you boys yesterday, but I'm going to spend most of today out here. We'll get everything thrashed out. Now, this picture we're going to do is tentatively titled The Black Cross. It's a story which has for its background the first American fighter squadron in England, flying American-built P-38s. The hero of the story is a young American lieutenant of about Jimmy Allen's age. That part will be played by one of the studio's leading stars, Bruce Thurston. As a matter of fact, the whole thing works out very nicely because there's a slight resemblance between young Allen and Thurston. Oh, so you do look like a movie actor, Jim. Ah, quit the kidding. Well, that suits us because it makes the problem of doubling much simpler. The leading lady is a famous star... Oh, and by the way, there's a young lady who'll have a small part in the picture who comes from Kansas City. Her name is Nadine Hammond. What? Nadine Hammond? Why, Speed and I know her very well. So she's out here in the movie. Yes, and she shows signs of being the most excellent actress. But now to go on with the story... Perhaps you'd prefer to go over that with Robertson and Allen in private. No, Blue, I don't think so. I'm going to need you anyway in a few minutes. Besides, I believe you're familiar with the story anyway. Didn't Mr. Milliken give you the script to read when he was negotiating with you about doing the flying? Why, yes, he did, but I barely glanced at it. I beg your pardon. Is Mr. Stewart here? Oh, why, hello there, Ramsey. Glad to see you got here. This is Mr. Robertson. Mr. Robertson. How do you do? Mr. Allen. Mr. Allen. We work with them both in the picture. This is Mr. Ballou. It's a great pleasure, Mr. Ballou. How do you do? I think I've had the pleasure of meeting you before, Ballou. I'm afraid you're mistaken, Ramsey. I never saw you before in my life. Was the English ace Ramsey mistaken in thinking he had met Nails Ballou before? Don't miss the next episode of The Air Adventures of Jimmy Allen. <laughs>